Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode three of the Living Powerfully Show. Today, I'm really excited and I'm really proud because my guest today is someone very special. This man is a doctor. He's a psychiatrist. His name is Dr. Nikhil Raheja, and he's helped hundreds and thousands of people become better, become holistically well, overcome their mental issues, and and not just that. He's helped people who don't have mental issues, so to speak, but want to go from good to great, want to take their performance to the next level. He's really given them a life which is nothing less than a dream. So with a lot of uh, joy and pride, Dr. Raheja, I welcome you to this show. Thank you so much for taking out the time for this. Thank you. Thank you, Manan, and a very good afternoon or maybe a very good early evening to all of you. And I hope over the next half an hour or whatever it takes, we are able to do some value addition and learn also eventually from people, given that if we do value addition and even if it's silent, you know, it's, it's, it's a learning and it's a upgraph for me, Mana and everybody. So I think let's, let's work on moving better, higher, but healthier. That's what we are going to talk about. Wonderful. I love it. So that's the objective of this call. Being more successful, but at the same time being happier. Holistic wellness is going to be the main thing that we discuss on this call. And I want to start by asking you, doctor, people, they have a tendency to divide their life into different areas. Right. Some work life bolte sirf. Some Gee. people like to get more detailed. Right. This is my job. <laughs> this is my family. This is my recreation. Hmm. Is there a is there a right way to do this, or is it that I think I think Manan, we are just probably all things in our life are interrelated and interwoven. We can't dichotomize, we can't split the chain into pieces and say, okay, this is the better part, this is not a good part, this is a moderate part, and this is the worst part. Life today is a sum total of whatever we've done, experienced pluses, minus, divisions, multiplications, what we stand today. Like every human, we keep learning, we keep growing. Mistakes makes us better, wiser. Achievements makes us proud, motivators. So all these things, we can never ever say, okay, work is different, personal life is different. I mean, like, for example, if I've, you've had an upsetting day at work, eventually, no matter how strongly and how much of resolve you want to come back home there's going to be something in your body language there's been something's going to be in your you know your persona your body language the way you speak even for example you know like the lady of the house if she's had a rough day at office the chances are that the dinner you're going to have is going to not going to be as delicious as it used to be if she's in a good mood so we can't really take away and it's actually unfair on a lot of things to split it because, for example, as we were, I was talking about the lady of the house, if she's had a rough day, you, we, I don't expect, a person would not expect her to make a perfect meal or a perfect house or do things, you know, with joyfully. Is it, is it possible? No, you can't split yourself. Human beings in ourself are interconnected. Then we are interconnected to people around us, whether in our personal life, whether in our professional life. And then these, you know, even molecules, cells eventually grow up to become the whole universe. 
So this it's virtually impossible. I mean, in today's time, my deeds are a part of this huge, big, beautiful universe. I can't say that my actions is are immaterial or insignificant in this world. Can you say that? No. In some way, they are making people happy, sad, you know, joyful, responsible. So we can't right. really we can't really split and dichotomize. It's virtually impossible, and it's a very very wrong way of looking at things. We have to look at the sum total, the final product as of now, what we stand today. Thank you for clearing that up, sir. That is uh, something a lot of people tend to do when they have uh, intentions of becoming better and improving their life. A lot of people make this mistake of trying to bifurcate their life, create different areas. So thank you for clearing that up. It's a great point that we are all one. But just one sentence to add on to this, probably, you know, a lot of uh, trainers, a lot of motivational gurus would talk about, you know, splitting and that dichotomize and, you know, you should not carry your stress home. But I, I somehow, you know, from a psychological, emotional point of view, it is probably just trying to get into a denial. And once you get into a denial, it stops you from making that extra effort. So I think, I think when we say, okay, yes, I've had a bad day, but let me understand that it should not affect my family life once I go home. So let me make that extra effort. You know, it's probably the end result trying to ascertain by dichotomizing or looking at it in a linear form is the same. But how you look at it, how you approach it, that's what is going to be important. Got it. Got it. That simplifies so many things. So next, I'd like to jump into this loaded word that everyone talks about these days, Dr. Aheja. Success. Every person on YouTube, on Instagram, everywhere wants to talk about success. And there are so many gurus these days, so many motivational speakers, so many people who want to position themselves as an authority on success. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, very few people can talk about what really works, what's actually practical. And that's why it's so important for, I think, people like you to speak on this subject. And my question to you is, what does it really take for somebody to be successful and at the same time happy? Of course, you know, the, you know, you could go on talking about this for hours and hours. No, no, no. I'll, I'll but, keep it very brief because this topic probably has been discussed on a lot of forums in a, in a million ways. But I, I probably come down to, you know, simplifying it to the absolute basics. My first question, whenever some, this kind of a definition happens, whether it's a motivational guru, whether it is, you know, a sadguru, whether it is a spiritual guru, whether it is like the top shots of corporates, has anybody in absolute terms defined what is success? Not at all. Nobody. It's subjective. A a child trying to, you know, walk, maybe the first step for a toddler is going to be the most beautiful success. A person trying to, you know, earn his first salary Maybe so wonderful to earn that bread and butter could be success. But a person who's buying his 10th car or like, you know, 11th uh, aeroplane or an helicopter or a mansion or a villa, I may not, I would not definitely want to call success. See, success again is a totality. 
success is never ever absolute it is a relative term a lot of success in terms of finances but if your health is not good like today's time we're talking we are living in a very different world right and where the dynamics of thinking living have completely changed over the last two months the richest of the people have been in their lowers and tees the cars are parked in the basements the planes have been refused to be take off from the airports you can't even go out and say okay i want to like you know pick up a kathi roll or pick up a you know a ice cream and have it so would now would we call this success so success is a totality of your education with a decent amount of financial success thirdly a lot of emotional and physical well being a health life balance and lastly manan the most important most important aspect of success is that you need to be contented and that's in my eyes whether i have a buck or a million the contentment is going to be within me it's not going to i'm i can't borrow it from anybody i can't take it from anybody today even in today's world we see a lot of people who are standing in queues for hours for food and once he gets that ration it's success for him he can go home make sure that his family eats he can no he doesn't have to sleep on an empty stomach and he remains well with his family he's not even drinking or uh, dreaming of an alcohol or a lot of you know good food or corona for him right now is survival and that survival happily in a healthy way is success yes a lot of things have matter in terms of education in terms of societal cvs that oh iits and iims and aims and so on and so forth but you need to have a balance of everything man it can't be just that i have 10 degrees so i'm successful no i i know a lot of docs who are like brilliant scholars but they don't do very well with their practice and in terms of commercials i know a lot of people who are like you know not even they didn't even go complete their formal schools and they are like multi trillionaires today and they are donating their wealth today so that is what for them to be able to come out and donate a billion dollar like what probably the gates and the clintons and you know the jackmas of the world are doing yeah yeah we've all heard these stories of people right? who never and completed that is, that school that is probably that is probably success for them for us it's earning for them it's giving so so this yeah. is something which we have to look at it's a relative word yes see basically i don't know i think a lot of people would have heard of what we call as maslow's pyramid of self actualization have you heard about it so it basically define it define yeah yeah i've heard about it doctor you know so like but, people, but you but it'll be great I, if you could I, just give everybody a recap people, yes for everybody's yeah. you know, word maslow says that you know your basic requirement in life is your biological needs it's hunger thirst shelter security and your you know sexual needs these are these are what we call as your basic first thing which are required the second step is when you start building a financial security what if something happens to me so it should be there if i can't work or if something happens my family is looked after the third is then you start looking at your reputation you know oh i should be a good person a good professional i should be looked upon with reverence respect everything the next step is when you know you start seeking your spiritual 
saying that okay now you know i'm also at peace with my deeds my karmas and my god and the last step the peak of the pyramid is when it comes to say that you know now none of these matters to me even if these all go away i'll still be as happy a person as when i was at the first step of my basic biological needs so this is totally a success is whether you have something it's well and good if you don't have something it's still very well and very good we've heard about success stories where people built empires and they lost it so they so success is not something that if i have it i'm happy and if i don't have it i'm not happy your happiness should be independent of your success stories but as long as your basic biological needs of security and food shelter are met this is i love it i i love it i i love how you explain everything in such a simple and yet profound way doctor often you know how they say common sense is not so common that's what happens in our world these days but i love everything you said that it all begins with self awareness so yes, success you know, is different for everybody you know when that's we the first thing you a, said manan manan i've done a lot of you know my not just my clinical work but a lot of work with the you know mm-hmm. the police the the top level corporates you know a lot of work so why we were giving a uh, you know doing a there's even show. there's even people we can't even uh, mention on this show right i i no, know no, your no, history i'm not going to say i'm i'm just telling you we were doing a wonderful workshop with you know the police people and we were telling that you know how to solve a case how to break a person's will and how to you know look at uh, things around so you know i was doing uh, so somebody said like you know how these are bloody hardcore criminals and they are you know scheming planners they don't even give in to third the third degree or you know the extreme tortures which you know police all over the world is famous for so i i you know used a saying now like again quote unquote uh you know i said you know when you have to get across to somebody manan it's you should believe in three principles a bad talker is somebody who will talk about himself to you an average talker is somebody who talks about him uh, everything else to you but a good talker who can get across to is who talks about you to you so you know wow. if if i can talk if i can talk to you or even a criminal what he wants to hear it will be very easy to develop a rapport and get across to so and right. then that's applicable to everybody you know human beings my professional colleagues my patients corporate world we just have to understand that what the person wants to hear marketing marketing is nothing about telling somebody what he wants to he or she wants to hear yeah the number one principle is put the spotlight on the other person it's you you know it's it's you what is your dream what is your aspiration what is your vision exactly that i I'll, i'll give you an example uh, you know we see a lot of insurance company ads on the electronic media and we were we again have a hearty laugh you know so you see one of these ads which is talking about term insurance you see a man dead on the floor and his wife is weeping okay and suddenly you hear a back of you know voice over saying ye term insurance le liya hota to ye din family ko nahi dekhna padta so imagine you're telling somebody imagine yourself dead and buy this for your family hmm so that takes a lot of humans that's not marketing that's human psychology marketing yeah. would the guy you're would targeting say, the person's emotions aap mujhe maar rahe ho you're killing me 
and you're asking me to spend this money i think uh, dr heja what do you think it's also because people have a tendency to act faster when it's about moving away from pain versus when it's about moving towards pleasure right again again you know there is there is two school there two kinds of people there is either flight or fight so there are a lot of people when they perceive a threat they fight it out you know and there are a lot of people who when they perceive a threat they flight they run away both situations are you know as per personality you can't criticize anybody you can't say that you know oh, you were a coward so you ran away or you were like you know a fool that you went on to become a martyr that doesn't happen like that but yes in today's world running towards pleasure and escaping pain is something now which is a part of ingrained in our dna because the kind of comforts which have evolved are like too many too much Mm, you know, right, right. Moved on. I mean, imagine. And I don't know. You know how many people and what age group. You know, you're living in and people who are tuned into it. But I remember. Pe- people on now, this show, sir, are between sixteen to thirty-five. Okay, so thirty-five people would be able to understand that when we grew up, you know, a desert cooler or a first AC coming into the house or a color TV coming into the house was like, you know, oh, it's like success. you know uh, ac was like ki you know something which you can't even believe that it would exist in our houses a, a car was like a second hand car brought in the market by your father after you know scrapping through 20 30000 rupees and that used to be a car and that used to be joy but now it's like you know we are buying cars worth millions we are buying houses we are we are having servants technology is moved ahead not that i'm blaming no please it's it's something there to be enjoyed we all have moved forward but i think again now coming back to life manan as much as we crave for pleasure as much as we should go through if not pain a little bit of hardship and a little bit of tough life to know that i am able to delay my gratification there and then nahi hai impulse control mujhe aata hai ye nahi hai ki my neighbors bought a bloody iphone 11 or a Porsche or a Lambo or bought a new dress. I wanted there and then. We should be able to see the practicality, affordability, and the availability of that thing in my life. I should not say that. Me ko to chahiye chahiye. Absolutely. I go through pain. Mm, and I think in lockdown, me, many people have realized these things. Kari hongi, that they bought so many things they didn't really need. Absolutely. And, and, also, and like you were talking about marketing. marketing people keep on bombarding us with these messages that we need a car like this we need a laptop like this we need a phone like this but mm. actually uski zarurat nahi hoti hai we have to learn how to resist this uh, temptation to give into instant gratification this is a very very important that, that an instant gratification if you can't control it it leads to impulsive decisions and impulsive decisions lead to errors crime so you know things like this you know getting into financial troubles spend on your card and then you don't have the money like today the people who've lived on debt are facing the maximum problems because the cash has flow has stopped yeah 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 because somebody bought a car they couldn't really right. afford and they were paying an emi of 40000 rupees per month and now everything's gone. collapsed that, that, that yeah. is gone you know so that is gone i mean and when you we, said the word impulsive what came to my mind sir was the word strategic because i think 
you know, one of the things you need for success is, is the ability to be strategic. And if you, Absolutely. and if, if because of your choices, you're always being impulsive, I think you, you know, should forget about success. Strategic means writing at the right time. Yeah. They yeah. Throw let me, coin, let me ask throw, you. Throw, they have a saying in financial, uh, you know, successful circles. Mm-hmm. They say strategically throw a coin on the floor. If you throw it on the carpet, it's no point. And okay. as, and and as much as strategic about it is, they say there's no point thinking at a beautiful girl in a dark room. <laughs> That's so a good this, one. This, this is about being strategic, as you said. That writing at the right time is something which makes it apt. Writing at the wrong time or even the wrong thing at the right time makes it a disaster. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me ask you this, doctor. It's something like this. We spoke about... Yeah, go ahead. And, you know, uh, the grandson were going to a market. They went to a mall and they saw this beautiful woman of the girl of the grandson's age. Okay. So... The, the grandson turns and looks at her. It is absolutely correct and apt. But Dadaji turns and looks at her. The same action makes it a disaster. <laughs> so this is talking about strategizing, you know, into being right, apt, correct. That is what matters, right? Wonderful. Absolutely. I got that. So uh, I want to ask you this. Um, you also have a very unique and different perspective on embracing one's weaknesses on the journey to becoming more successful. Mm-hmm. One thing I really loved about everything you just said was that we have to de-link our happiness from what we call success. First mm-hmm. of all, success is subjective, like you said. Mm-hmm. Second, we shouldn't think I'll be happy when. There's, mm-hmm. this tendency, <clears throat> there's this tendency people have to keep on saying and thinking, I'll be happy when. I'll be Mm. happy when I have that car. Mm. I'll be happy when I have that much money. This I'll be happy when has to stop. Mm. This is one thing I got from everything you just said. That we Mm. need to first be happy. Mm. And then pursue whatever it is you want to pursue. Right? Mm -hmm. So all all of this is great. But I know doctor from, from previous conversations I've had with you. That you have a very powerful point to make about embracing one's weaknesses. And I think mm. that needs to be spoken about because everybody who's talking about success these days, mm. they're trying to, they're trying to paint this image of a perfect robot like machine mm. to be successful. You got to work like this. You got to dress perfectly, speak perfectly. You've got to be crushing it, this and that. There's this pressure that's put on people. Mm. Could you talk a little bit about that? See, basically, Manan, you need to understand. Have you ever seen a small ballpoint spring? Have you opened a ballpoint and there's a spring inside, you know, in one of those jotters, snappers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a beautiful saying that, you know, it's, in, it's not as just a saying, it's a law of, you know, motion. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Let me, let me tell you one thing. That more, the more successful you are, the, the, are those people who build on to their fragilities. There are people who build on to their weaknesses. There are, those are people who build on to their, you know, they, they use it as a launching pad from their own internal demons, their own insecurities, they bounce back. So when we, if we say that, you know, a successful person 
is like born with a strong personality or doesn't have any flaws or insecurities i think it's wrong it is those people who make the best of their shortcomings of their follies and they bounce back you know they they say that you know every fall is a stepping stone it's we will learnt it as kids in school right the more you fall the more you learn to walk stronger firmer and better like i'll talk about myself i was never a very good person with academics i was this fun loving you know i was like known koi college mein panga hai wow you were not good with academics demand hai kuch hai so you know you pump this guy and he'll be the first person to go and talk it out with the authorities and that of course you know it gives you a close but it gives you certain minus things also it brings you in the bad eyes of the uh, your teachers some might appreciate you some might say that oh this guy is too smart and cheeky i'll see him okay so once i what happened when i was giving my final mbbs okay there was this one of my professors he had had a major time argument with him so he said that you know look and he told everybody and in medical college your professor is your god because he is your internal examiner for your practicals and if you don't keep him happy he'll ask you you know like if he wants to pass you he'll ask me tell me your father's name which i know of course but if he doesn't want to pass me he'll say tell me my father's name so which i can never know you getting my point so he can ask me like impossible stupid questions which i'll not have an answer to so this guy you know he was told everybody he said this guy acted with me insulted me in uh, a particular for a particular issue and i will make sure that he loses 6 months so wow. fair enough i gave my theories now theories are checked centrally so there's no interference on that when it came to practical his voices grow louder i went to the court got a stay order my exam my viva voice was video craft with two independent examiners sitting there awesome i love and, that and and all this all this all this happened 48 hours before i was supposed to go and appear for the exam so yeah, yeah. so you know i think 99.99% of people would have given up this is to hell with it to 48 hours to go i'll probably not appear come back after 6 months this one subject let me focus on the other five subjects but then you know or keeping together i said what's there to lose let's go ahead with it dene to ye de hi nahi raha na he's going even going to flunk me so let's try and god was kind went through sailing he did pass me with only 50% which was the bare minimum required but he didn't have an option because the it was being videographed it was under court scrutiny everything was happening right so so it's not that i, I don't have my fragilities we all go through our emotions i mean see if you go through an emotional turmoil in terms of a relationship for the next relation to happen you know your subconscious your integrated memory is going to process okay this person is not right this person is correct this is i should be with the person this is i should not be with the person to make you better even if you're in a permanent relation every fight every conflict every disagreement or every shared happiness every shared good intimate moment every emotionality makes you a more learned and a mature person so when it comes to you know success success is again i feel success emanates more from your fragilities rather than you know being a natural leader nobody is born a natural leader 
I don't know, our honorable prime minister and, you know, VC, if you, people have followed his career from being the CM, honorable CM of uh, Gujarat to the PM of this country, I think he's moved way, way forward in a positive way in terms of confidence, in terms of speaking out, in terms of, you know, ability to do work. I think he's just excelled himself. Right. Right. right? So, yeah. so it's a metamorphosis. Nobody is born like that. Gandhiji was a minister at one time and, you know, he didn't even have the thought of coming to India, which he always thought as, you know, a poor country with, with hot summers. And here he left everything after seeing one single episode on a railway platform in South Africa, where he was thrown out of the train. And he says that, no, this discrimination is the worst thing which can ever happen. Mm. So, so this made him a better person and that was his fragility to be wanting to be an secure, equal person that drove him towards becoming a leader of the stature. Absolutely. I got it. I got it. Uh, so so, so, weak, so weaknesses. If, any, if anybody, any, any, the biggest of corporates, biggest of leaders, biggest of advocates, you ask any professional, uh, advocate would have lost a client because of his error. Would have the kind would have been punished, and an engineer would have, you know, the building would have crashed. A doctor would have lost a patient's life on errors. But like all human beings, that should be a building for a next step, which makes us better. I love it. You know, the journey of the longest starts with but a single step. Fayyan, the great Chinese scholar and traveler, he said it. So we all move on a journey. We stumble. We you know, falter, we get hurt, we hurt things, people around us, we win, we lose, but we keep getting better. So that's what makes you see somebody who doesn't know what adversity is, can never know what success is. Somebody who doesn't know what hunger is, can never know what gratification is. Somebody who doesn't know what heat is, can never know what a joy of being in an air conditioner is. You need to know every person has their follies, fragilities. The only thing is that we have to overcome and move. Right, right, right. I love it. Most people see weaknesses, failures, all these things as obstacles. But what you've said is, these are actually stepping stones to success. And exactly. they're an important part of the they're, journey. They're, 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 they're the catapults. Of, we should use them and make them. We should not get bogged down from them. We should make them the catapults of our life. So that Got they can it. propel us into a higher sphere. I don't know. A lot of people, I think a lot of our listeners would have also seen this movie called uh, Mars, the Mangal Mission. Akshay Kumar and you know, it recently came. Mm-hmm. So if anybody remembers that, the how how the you know Mangalyan was launched and it escaped the Earth's you know gravitational pull. So with every coming in, it used a catapult. With every downward motion. It used the upward motion to project itself to the higher level. Mm, right, so it's right. Like, it's like a sling. When you sling it, sling is basically it has a move forward motion and then it comes back like a clockwise, anti-clockwise thing. Yeah. But, yeah. But we can momentum, also think about mo- it mo- like mo- mo- yeah. yeah. Momentum keeps increasing till the time you reach that level. Got it. Like also like smashing a tennis ball on the ground. The harder it gets smashed yes. down, the higher it's going to go up. The harder it's going to come back to you and make you sweat more and make you your reflexes, your ability to respond better. Wonderful. Wonderful. Doctor, you spoke about relationships a little bit in between. Hmm. 
and i know you have a busy day ahead so we'll wrap up in 5 minutes or so sure. but but i think this is an important topic especially in today's generation kyunki mm-hmm. pehle kya tha the system was pretty much set marriage mm-hmm. is the thing you have to do when you reach mm-hmm. a certain age mm-hmm. but now there are so many different structures people are people are experimenting with Hmm. people are doing open relationships people are doing multiple partners and there are many hmm. different things people are experimenting with hmm. what do you what do you think about that do you think marriage is the only way to have a healthy stable you know hmm. nice kind of life or hmm. can one experiment with these other structures and make them work hmm. no no definitely see everything has a good um, thing and a bad thing about them and being absolutely immoralistic i think a relationship should be happy a relationship should be gratifying a relationship should not be pain beyond a certain point of course you can't escape the thorns out of the rose if you want the rose you have to know how to, you should be knowing how to deal with the thorns fair but whatever relation you are in a it should be happy it should be gratifying it should keep you peaceful and and also man a very important thing after a certain level of experimenting and learning a relation whether it is for you know livings whether it is just for you know knowing somebody for benefits whether it is marriage any relationship the sum total again i you know i keep talking about it when the joy or when the pain of being together exceeds the pain of being separated it is better to separate but when the benefits are there it should be for as long as it's possible we should adjust adapt and it should be for posterity got it so we we not, basically not need to see if the relationship yes, is serving yes. us yes not serving a mutual benefit a mutual of, benefit of 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 people involved in it it should not be a one sided loop sided relation of course that become that 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 becomes you know a cruelty it becomes a torture for the other person of course that's just like using the uh, so person. so so let's not talk about that you know i i mean to love somebody you don't need the sanctity of marriage or you know taking seven rounds around a fire and inviting 1000 people for a gala banquet or a lavish wedding no my relationship can be one on one and absolutely does not require something so called marriage as long as i'm sincere i'm honest i'm loyal and i'm ready to make efforts to make the other person if not more as happy as i want to be in that relation wonderful wonderful i love it how you explain that you know it could it doesn't have to be a relation between a man and a woman or a love relation between of people of the same gender it can be friendship it can be a it can be a you know a help owner i mean employee relation a master servant relation that also should be mutually beneficial mutually happy and mutually gratifying i mean we talk about beautiful relations with our pets that is also a love relation my friend great great so 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 that. let's not let's not concise it into a relationship in a very stereotypical definition let's look at the global wider definition of relationship yeah because there are so many relationships in our lives right everything everything so for me my respect my sanctity towards a relationship should be equal for everybody i mean somebody who helped me who cooked my food who cleaned my room i should in fact be more grateful and more respectful towards them i mean they are doing something which i wouldn't i can't do or i wouldn't want to do mm yeah yeah so 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 it you know and but obvious when we talk about personal relationships as i told you it should a never be a one sided relation we should never take the other person for granted 
and number 3 it should be a mutual relation in terms of respect in terms of care in terms of expectations in terms of giving and in terms of finances it should not neither ways it should be a exploit exploitative relation absolutely absolutely well doctor it's been it's been a pleasure speaking to you and i got to know some new things about you like how you've been working with the police i find that really amazing that's so adventurous you're showing them techniques um on how to crack criminals and things like that i didn't know the side of you oh, thank amazing. you so much i mean you know as i said there is there is a flip side to everything there's a dark side to the bright side of moon and don't ask me too much about it because i'm not going to tell you about it <laughs> i i've always so, known that you worked with vips and some really prominent people and you know we can't take their names and all that i've known mm-hmm. that but i didn't know you're also actively working with the police and the military and and you know giving them weapons of the mind so to speak that's no, no, wonderful no, I, exciting I, i think i i think we should be able to handle every situation manan whether it is it is dealing with somebody who's an 8 year old or somebody who's an 80 year old we should be as happy as comfortable and as caring and as loving. great awesome i have last two questions for you doctor please please if you could change one thing in the world you had mm-hmm. a, i gave you a magic wand right now and you mm-hmm. could change one thing in the world what would you want to change i think being selfish being selfish because because, okay. because because being selfish is that okay yes to protect myself what i need once i have achieved that then i think i should stop being selfish i should as you said that you know people bought so many things which they'll never require and they'll never require but this this thing where i say okay let me protect myself let me protect my house let me keep this let me buy that so 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 being selfish you know takes away a part of us from us and also it cuts on to something which the other person need you know have i been you know selfish goes with the definition of being generous and generosity lies in giving the other person what you need more than him but yet you give it it doesn't lie in giving that what you know is extra with me or spare with me generosity lies in sacrificing and that's right. why it's one of the most beautiful phenomena that is amazing that we definitely need more of that in the world and i think it's also counterproductive to be selfish you actually end up getting more when you're it generous it generates it generates a lot of conflicts it generates you know i mean imagine uh, india and pakistan or our neighbors fighting over a siachen glacier where not a drop of blade has ever grown till now and which will never grow so it's basically a dead man's land it's covered 12 months a year with ice and we are protecting that land saying that it's mine it's mine when minus 30 degrees to 40 degrees temperature either ways not naming it's being selfish you could always say that it's a it's a common place to you know enjoy it's a common place of beauty absolutely absolutely you know you know if you, if you go through it for so many things which are so trivial we end up paying such a huge cost manan that if we look at it we'll actually get horrified and that's not just limited to the governance or you know strategic geopolitical interest it is in our personal life also yeah you know yeah, we we, we, we tend to we tend to succumb into minimal of trivial you know relation inducement anybody we knew and get to know more with you know tend to get into a flirtatious relation without realizing and understanding that what damages is going to cost 
cause and cost me on my family, on my finances, on emotions of people around me, on logistics, how much of risk taking I'm taking. So if you look at it, we need to know that being selfish is something definitely I'm going to change. For yeah, it's, it's, you're right. It's, it's, it's astounding that people don't look at the most obvious risk reward ratio. Of so it's, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, people, people just look in, people get microscopic. It's called like, you know, tunnel vision, horse eyes. Right. You just see what is right there without realizing that where it's going to lead you to. Right. And, and what's, what it's being driven by. Maybe it's just some weird ego trip, yeah. some biological it drive. Nothing. It's, it's, it's a biological drive. And, you know, probably after one hour of it, you'll regret that biological drive of, you know, hunger, thirst, sex. It could be, you know, like somebody stealing a roti is understandable, but somebody stealing a car is beyond my comprehension, just for whims. I mean, we keep reading about it. Oh, he wanted to have a joyride. He didn't, his father didn't buy him a good car. So he stole or his father didn't buy him a good iPhone. So he stole. Hmm. Yeah, so, nonsense. So, ridiculous. No, no, ridiculous. So, so being selfish and wanting just for yourself without thinking the effect it's going to have on your environment and people around you. It's not worth it. Got it, doctor. How can our people reach you if somebody wants to connect with you, get some help from you? Uh, doctor, what's the best doctor, way to reach you? Do- Dr. Nikhil Reja. Uh, God is kind with uh, Dr. Anna and Uncle Google. You'll find me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's Dr. Nikhil Raheja, everybody. And in case you can't find him for whatever reason, you can also message me. I will connect you to Dr. Nikhil Raheja. Sir, thank you so much for being here. It was wonderful speaking to you. And thank you so much, everybody who's tuned in to listening to uh, Psychiatric, you know, gibberish. But I hope it was of some substance and value. Please take care. Stay safe. Have a good day and keep your family safe too. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I take care. Bye. Bye.